Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger, eating handfuls of thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag, taking a bite out of an irresistibly bold block of extra-sharp cheddar cheese. We know you want to get back to streaming, but wasn't it nice to daydream about cheese for a bit? Tillamook Cheddar. Extraordinary Dairy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, happy Friday. Welcome back to Good Game, Nice Try. I'm joined as always by my wonderful and better half. Gotta say it. It's in the copy, Aaron Blair. How are you doing? Man, you know, I got I got something to say. I hate to come in hot on a Friday. Whoa, okay. All right, let's you know, do it. Look, man, you know, I, I try to stay up on games. Mm-hmm. You know, on what people are talking about. Sure. And everyone is only talking about one thing, and you know what I'm going to say. I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Everyone in the gaming universe is talking about one thing. Its initials are Elden Ring. It's just Elden Ring, and it's... I, 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 I'm so sick. Okay, let me just back up for a second. The hype for Elden Ring. Now, the, the, it almost seems ridiculous to bring this up, but for those who don't know, which is probably <laughs> one of you, Elden Ring is uh, a collaboration between From Software, who did Dark Souls, Sekiro, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and George R.R. R. Martin, the person who created Game of Thrones. They came together to make this game called Elden Ring. And I feel like the gaming world has had a boner for this game since its announcement, and it has just reached a fevered pitch now that Elden Ring is out. Everybody's playing it. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it. 10, 10, 5, 5 across the board. Great reviews. And I'm sick of it. I don't understand it. I I can't tell you how little I want to play Elden Ring. <laughs> I I look at the poster, it just looks like Dark Souls. I read everything about it, it just sounds like Dark Souls with a horse. Change my mind. Is it not Dark Souls with a horse? There's a lot a lot of hate coming in hot for ha- so you haven't played it yet though. Are you planning on giving it a chance? Why should I? Whoa. Why explain to me why should I? What about this game excites you? I want to hear it. I don't know if I'm the one to be, you know, the the advocate for Elden Ring. I personally, it's it's not one that was like super high top of my list, mostly because I could not stand Dark Souls because it's just so punishing. I can take a little bit of punishment. That was very brutal. And I just, it, it drags me down and I can't, I can't, it, it, plummets my spirits and I just can't do it. So it's something that like, I don't know if I'm going to dive into, but you know what? I don't know. Maybe I will give it a chance. It's got, 
I've that's the only thing I've seen on Twitter for the last however long is people just ranting and raving about how amazing it is. Yeah. 10 out of 10, you know. So I, I feel like if the if the collective of the gaming space is this hype for it, why wouldn't you give it a chance? All right, let's get let's get our producer Jen in here because Jen, listen. Oh, okay, so my position is this. I think I love Dark Souls is great, but I just feel like, do we need another Dark Souls-esque game with like kind of like a backstory that's shrouded in mystery, aka not written? You know, like monsters that are big and hard to beat and then a horse. Do we need this game? Why is everybody so crazy about Elden Ring? First of all, it does. I will say it looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. Mm -hmm. And second, I kind of agree with what Sonya was hinting at, that... You've got a lot of opinions for someone who hasn't played it yet. <laughs> mm. Don't need to. Don't need to. What? I, ha- I, haven't, I haven't seen a reason for me to play it yet. And that's what I'm asking you to. Well, what? are you someone who played through Dark Souls? And what did you think of Dark uh, Souls? I've played Dark Souls 1 and Dark Souls 3. Okay. I've played Bloodborne. I played Sekiro. Um, I, I like the fact that it is punishing. I actually love that because I, you know, I'm a fan of like old school games where you just had to get better. Mm-hmm. And I, I enjoy that. Like you have to get better to progress. I love that stuff. So then what's your beef with an open world that looks you in the eye and just says, get good. Yeah. That seems right up your alley. Honestly. Right? My beef is less with the actual game and more of the idea of if you're going to get George R. R. Martin into something, do something different. I think there's so much, so there's so little imagination going on in AAA gaming right now where I, I, I think the real uh, beauty and art of video games is happening in indie games. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, why can't Elden Ring, the, the amount of money behind it, the amount of, of, of promotion behind it, all these things, like it just feels to me of like, let's do another superhero movie. We don't need another superhero movie. I don't need mm. to go see the new Spider-Man. Like, it's enough. We've done it. Give me a cool, interesting new thing. I'm tired of just like another. It feels to me like a sequel. It feels to me like Fast and the Furious 8 is what Elden Ring seems like to don't me. Don't knock those. Those are great. I'm not knocking <laughs> them. I, <laughs> Thank you, look, Jen. I, I'm not knocking them in the way that they do have their place. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I don't need to see Fast and Furious 8, that's not going to get me super excited about movies and what movies can do. Mm. So that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I understand Elden Ring. I understand the place it holds in video games. But I'm just saying, like, I would love to see a little more love being shined on, like, creators who are doing great new things in the space versus the new Michael Bay flick. You know? That's all I'm saying. You know, fair. However, I would love to issue... A challenge to you. I love challenges. Give me three hours of Elden Ring and, okay. we'll, come, and we'll come back. Okay, you know what? I like that challenge and challenge accepted. Cool. Now, let me say this. If I come back after playing three hours of it mm-hmm. and I still don't like it. Valid. What do you have to do? Oh. I'm giving up three hours of my life on something I have explicitly said I don't like and I don't want to do. So if I'm going to spend three hours of my life 
that on my deathbed, I'll never have back. I'll be like, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Okay, Elden okay. Ring. And my last words are just going to be like, it's Dark Souls with a horse. And it's then gonna I'm going to die. It's going to be like Citizen Kane's Rosebud. <laughs> Elden Ring. That's Elden Ring. <laughs> Except everyone will be like, oh, yeah, I heard, uh, yeah, they got a 10 out of 10 on IGN. Yeah, pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like Dark Souls with a horse. Pretty good. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, but uh, like mean. So if if we're sapping collectively three hours out of your life, what do you think would be the equivalent for me? What could I do to equate to your pain and suffering? Great question. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to play Elden Ring for three hours, okay? If I like it and I eat my words, then I will buy each of you a copy of Elden Ring. Ooh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Now, Je- if, Jen immediately, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> perked, Jen up. perked up. I'm in. Now, look, I'm going into this objectively. I'm a man of science, as you know. So if I, but if I go into it and I play it for three hours and I still don't like it and I'm proven right, you both have to read a book of my choosing. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's right. Neither of you guys read, oh. so you got to read a book. I'll make it not a long one. I'll make like it not a long Like a comic book or like a... No. Well, don't... Now, I don't want to tempt... That seems <laughs> over the top. I won't make you read a comic oh. book for this for this wager. A regular okay. book. <laughs> okay. It'll be short. Do you have any in mind or any genres? I, do, I actually do. I have... My favorite book I've bought for everybody is called Some by David Eagleman, Tales from the Afterlives. And it's, uh, it's short stories. And w- w- each story, which is like a page, is what the afterlife might be like. And it's very poetic and beautiful. It touches my soul and my heart. And it br- brings me great happiness and makes me appreciate life. Okay. Jen, I think this sounds this sounds like a win-win. I know. Honestly, I'm, I'm happy with this deal. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right. So if I, I'm going to play Elden Ring before next episode, I'm going to play three hours of it. If I like it, I'll buy you each a copy and I will say on air that I was wrong. Wow. Which is oh, wow. That's going to be a big episode. Probably the hardest thing for me to do in the world. <laughs> but if I don't like it and honestly don't like it, you both have to read some by David Eagleman. Deal. Deal. All right. Great. Okay. Perfect. Well, there it Stakes is. Stakes have never been higher. And you know what? I'll even throw in this. If I'm wrong, I'll do a little dance for you guys, okay? I'll do a little jig, oh, a, a little dance doing. on air. That's right. Okay, all right. Well, well, speaking of somebody who does that almost for a living, I would say, our guest today is a wonderful streamer and YouTuber who got her start playing Just Dance, and she's competed in the Just Dance World Cups. She is an absolute just ball of energy and wonderfulness uh, and I appreciate her so much and I was so excited to get a chance to talk to her uh, check out her streams on Twitch at twitch.tv slash and it was wonderful again to be able to see her so check out our interview with little Sia I know that you are obviously so known in the world of Just Dance through streaming and competing and everything else. But one thing I don't really know is like, how did that all start? What was your first intro into the whole franchise, into the game, period? Yeah, so I started playing Just Dance because um, I really wanted to take dance classes and my mom tried to put me into them, but they were so expensive that we just like couldn't keep up with it because you had to pay for each one. Or if you paid in like a bundle, it was just too much for us. So I've like always wanted to dance. Like it's just been... 
something I've been attracted to like my whole life is just, it's always, I've always been pulled in that direction. And so the year that the first Just Dance came out on the Wii, my grandmother got me a Wii and Just Dance for Christmas. And it just became a tradition where like every year for my birthday or for Christmas, I would get like the new Just Dance and learn the new songs and then get the next one and learn them. So, um, and then when Just Dance 2014 was out, there was like a Facebook ad being run for the Just Dance World Cup, which is like their first time ever doing esports, which I'm sure a lot of people will be like, uh, Just Dance is an esport, but I feel like it makes sense. I feel like it it's a lot of like mental work to get like the scoring down and then like obviously to like remember the choreography and then like the the cardio exhaustion that comes with dancing and stuff, but I digress. Um, I'm with you. It honestly is closer to an eSport than like League of Legends. That's what I was thinking. I was like, there's a lot to it. There's there's a lot that goes into it. But I figured I would just join for fun because I was like, why not? Like, this seems like fun. And they uh, were holding the finals in Paris. And I was like, man, it'd be cool to get like a free trip to Paris. That'd be pretty neat. Um, so I did the first qualifying round. And then like, I think a week later, they updated the leaderboards. And I was at like the top for PlayStation. And I was just like, I didn't uh, think I was good at this. Like, I just played it for fun. Like, I didn't think I was any good. So as soon as I saw myself at number one, I went like full competition mode. I was like training yes. every weekend. Like if I wasn't at my job, I was training, like I was all in and I ended up qualifying and going to compete in person. And when I was competing in person at the electronic sports world cup, where they have like other esports as, as well, like they had CSGO and Halo and other stuff. There was a Twitch booth and they were commentating on the um, all of the different esports uh, matches that were happening. And I was like, I've never heard of Twitch before. Like, I didn't know what it was. And they needed someone to commentate one of the Just Dance matches in English because everyone there was speaking French. And they were like, we need someone who can, like, translate what's going on. And I was like, well, I speak English. Like, I could do it. And that was my first time, like live being like, oh my God, I'm live. Like there's a camera on me right now. Like I can't say anything wrong. If I mess up, it's all over. But I loved almost the like adrenaline of it, of, of being live. It was just so exciting. And I was like, this is really fun. So when I went home, I, I think I was like 19 at the time. This was like seven years ago. Um, I went on Twitch and I was like, this is really cool. Like I could technically stream Just Dance because it is a video game. Like it has a category. I could technically do it. And I, this is so embarrassing. I'm like really nervous, but um, I was really struggling to find women on Twitch. Like it was, I just, it, it just wasn't, I'm obviously they existed, but like, it just wasn't like on my homepage when I first went on it, it was just like all men playing like Overwatch and stuff. And the first woman I found playing anything on Twitch was Sonya. And I was like, oh my God, girls do do this? Like, this is so exciting. So I started watching your streams like all the time. And then I was there for like, can I swear on this on this podcast? Please. I was there for like fact. I mean, technically it's not a swear, but like Fat Boy Friday. And yeah. like I watched, like, I didn't even play CSGO, but I was there all the time because I was like, oh my God, like oh. another girl plays this and she's so cool and sweet. And like I was so happy because it was just so hard to find women playing games on Twitch at the time. Like it, I just I couldn't find it. And I don't know if it was like a discovery issue or whatever, but 
Sonia was like my big pushing force to like, I, I can still do this if I'm a woman, which sounds really silly wow. now because now there's so many different types of streamers on Twitch that it's like, it's a whole Easter egg basket, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm not crying. <laughs> no, I'm crying. not tearing up. <laughs> no, I'm gonna cry. Was, it was so fun. <laughs> not to not to cut into your story. I just uh, I, at the beginning I was like, okay, I'm gonna see how long it's gonna take until I tear up because I feel like this might be an emotional. One. I'm sorry. It was just uh, it meant a lot because it was so hard to find other women playing on Twitch. I was just like, is it all just like dudes playing Overwatch? Is this like the whole website? And I was like, I don't think this is for me because. I'm not a dude and I don't play Overwatch. So like, I was like, I don't know if this is for me. And then seeing Sonya and like you playing with other women on, on Twitch, I was just like, oh, women do do this. This is so exciting. So that was what really pushed me to like actually start and to just be here. I'm just, I don't know. I just feel very lucky. I actually, um, when Sonya was doing Fuckboy Friday, something you guys would say all the time was like, we're so sick of getting questions about love and like, should I break up with my boyfriend? How do I ask this person out? And I submitted a question anonymously and I was like, I think this was like six months down the line of me starting stream. I was like, hey, I just was wondering if you had any advice on like growing as a streamer because like I want to get partnered and I'm, I'm finding it hard to get over that like that hurdle and the obstacle and like, do you have any advice? And I specifically remember someone being like, oh my God, finally a question that's not about <laughs> love or dating or whatever. <laughs> so you guys gave me like a ton of advice. And then a couple months later I got partnered and I submitted another anonymous question being like, hey, I asked you guys a question a few months ago about getting partnered and I just wanted to uh -huh. let you know I got it. And I'm staying anonymous just so you don't think I'm trying to like advertise my channel or anything, but I just wanted to let you know. And you guys were like so happy. And I was just like, no. Oh, I love these people. So I, that is basically my streamer origin story was, um, <laughs> I had never heard of Twitch before like that world cup and then going on and finding Sonia. I was just like, Oh, maybe I can do this. So oh, yeah, and that's incredible too. Like what, what year was, uh, the world cup? Like what year were you first? 2013. Like, what the heck is Twitch? Yeah. yeah. It was so Long early time ago. It was way before like creative and IRL and just chatting mm -hmm. and stuff. So at that point I was like, can I even do this? Like, would I get in trouble? But it was technically a video game and it had a category. So I was like, all right, I'm just yeah. going to do it then. Like, <laughs> yeah. why not? Go for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, as I uh, dry my eyes ever so, ever so slightly, <laughs> um, I, it's, it's, you know, completely understandable that you say that you're like, oh, I feel like maybe this isn't the space for me because I don't see like other women on this platform. And that's kind of how I felt streaming at that time where I'm like, I didn't see a lot of women. And then I remember at the time it was like 2013 or 14, the top 100 most followed streamers, period. I think there, out of a hundred, there was only nine women in the entire like hundred top hundred of the platform. So I, I also at that time felt like I didn't, like it maybe that wasn't for me, which like I felt being in the video game space and I felt like getting into computing and trying to program. Like it just felt like it was another space where maybe I didn't particularly belong. Um, but I think seeing, I mean, I, I've seen you in the, uh, like in my community for a while, like at the very beginning and just seeing women who are like, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this is maybe this is for me. Maybe I should give it a shot. It makes me like, I'm, I'm going to tear up again. It makes, <laughs> it just makes me, it makes me so happy that 
the platform and people on it and people who are interested in it are taking that chance and being like, you know what, maybe I don't like see it all the time, or maybe I don't see myself like represented all the time, but you know what, like, fuck it. This place is for me. And this is something that I love. And like, I'm just going to go for it. And like, I am so, so, and I cannot understate this. I am so proud of you. Like for the last, you know, seven years, you've done such amazing things. You've built such an incredible community. You've kicked ass. You've raised so much for charity. Oh and god. I'm just like, oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> now I'm crying. Oh my god, that means a lot. And I just gotta say, like, I think this this could be said for like pretty much any streamer that's like a woman or maybe queer or trans or whatever. But like, it's wild when you think about it. How many people may have started streaming because they saw you, like when you were on the platform, when there weren't a lot of like women succeeding, like how many people just besides me who may have seen you and been like, well, I can do it too, because like she's doing it. So it's just, this, oh, it's just cool. I'm just so happy to be here. I'm just so happy yes. to be here. I'm just so happy to be here. <laughs> I know. And I, I love that too. I feel like the representation just like proliferates into more representation being brought onto the mm-hmm. platform. So if you uh, you know, maybe going back to the shoes of being uh, even littler, Sia, <laughs> baby and, Sia. back in like baby <laughs> Sia in like 20, 2013, if you um, were going to say anything to, you know, people who might not see themselves like represented on Twitch or on streaming platforms, um, if you were, you know, big streamer pants going to <laughs> say something um, and give any kind of advice to people who, um, you know, want to jump in. What do you think you would say? Oh, my first instinct is to say, like, be be the representation. Like, be it. Go do it. Like, even if you're like, man, there's no one here like me. Like, go start it. Like, go be the first one to do it. But that also comes with so much backlash sometimes. Like, my first two years, I think, streaming, were my whole chat was, like, full of either people telling me to, like, take my top off or like show my feet or whatever. And then the other half was people telling me that I was ugly, fat, get off Twitch. Like we don't need whores dancing on our website. Like that kind of stuff for like the first two years. And like, I, I was like just learning how to mod. Like I didn't know how to use the chat or anything in the beginning. Like I didn't know what I was doing. And I, my friends were like, oh, you can give us mod privileges and we'll just ban everyone for you. So that's kind of (laughs) how I started like moderating the chat room. But now, seven years later, it's such a it's such a different community that's been cultivated. And especially now that there's mm-hmm. more Just Dance streamers, it's nice to see that kind of roll over. And like every now and then you do get someone who's like, mm, you're a slut or whatever, <laughs> which now I'm at the point where I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, and yeah, uh, keep going. What else? <laughs> um But in the beginning, it was so hard because it was like my whole chat is filled with people who either don't view me as a human being or don't view me as a human being, but in a different way. Like, Mm -hmm. So my instinct is to say, like, go be the first person to, like, make representation happen for people like you. But that also comes with, like, so much pain sometimes. So I don't know. I say tentatively try. And try to find people like you that that do the same thing so that you can coordinate and talk to each other and share advice and grow together, hopefully. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's very, a very hard topic to touch on. Um, it's tough sometimes, but I say go do it. Yeah. Go do it. Just do it. <laughs>
it's so crazy to me to hear you guys talk about Twitch back in the day. And then like they had to take down like the hot tub category because too many people are like. <laughs> it's it's a huge double standard, I think, because the people who come in saying that kind of stuff, it's like they want to see it, but only when they want to and only with people they want to and in specific places. And it, it's, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, it's frustrating, but I think in my opinion, it's getting better. I think people are being more sensitive. People are getting more understanding. Something I still get a lot that drives me insane is people coming in when I'm dancing and saying, finally, a female streamer that doesn't show her cleavage or like doesn't just wear sports bras on stream or whatever. And my go-to is like, first of all, that's not a compliment because you shouldn't have to like make fun of other women to compliment someone mm -hmm. else. Like that's not how it works. Second of all, if I wasn't flat chested, I'd be <laughs> I'd be showing these babies everywhere. I know, but I I'm don't like, have listen, any. <laughs> if if I if I wasn't a B baby, exactly, exactly. Come on, if I was not a B cup, they'd be out all the time. <laughs> like mm -hmm. it's just it's just like what do you want women to do? Like wear turtleneck sweaters all the time? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense. So let me put my dance poncho on. <laughs> <laughs> what? And also. Something people don't, I think, don't realize about dancing because it looks like so much fun is how hard it is. It's like such a workout. Like I mm -hmm. end every stream like super smelly and like sweaty and like my face and my body are red and like it's a hard workout. I have the same thing with um, trampolining. Like anytime I see someone on a trampoline, I'm like, that looks like so much fun. And then I go <laughs> on a trampoline and I'm like... <sighs> this is really hard. A minute and a half later, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I'm okay, done. that's enough trampolining for today. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate <laughs> is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. I feel like you have an amazingly supportive community and I would love to know because there's so many, you know, there's so many different avenues and different charities that a lot of people support on Twitch. Um, what was your first like intro to charities on Twitch? What were some of your first streams? And uh, can we gas up about how much money you've raised in the last like even in the last like year? Probably at least two dollars. Something like that. I would say minimum <laughs> two or three. <laughs> two or three. Three is pushing it. 
I think it's closer mm. to like 250. <laughs> I'm rounding up. <laughs> um, my up. first introduction to like a bigger charity event was St. Jude Play Live, which is in May every year. And it's like, now it's huge. I think at the time it was still very new for them, but um, it's like a huge, like all of May event where like streamers can sign up to um, fundraise and they have like a ton of prizes and stuff. And the way I found out about it, was they, this is, I'm a material girl, so just forgive me for a second, but they were tweeting that if you fundraised at least $500 for St. Jude, you would get a purple Twitch hoodie. And I was like, I Whoa. want that Twitch Yo. hoodie so bad. <laughs> yeah, it hey. sounds, it sounds so like materialistic, but I'm just being out here and honest. Mm-hmm. I was like, I want the Twitch hoodie. Like I've been trying to find a Twitch hoodie that's purple forever and they're so rare. So I signed up to fundraise and I fundraised for like two months and we ended up raising like $5,000. And it was like my first big, like super big event where I was trying to plan fun stuff. That's where I did like the onesie stream. We did like a cooking stream, I think. Um, I did my first Just Dance speed run that year, which is where like I do all of the songs in the game back to back and oh we time God. it. Yeah, it usually takes <laughs> three and a half hours. Um, what? Yeah. <laughs> It's wait, wait. Okay, we're getting back to this. But keep going. <laughs> I want to touch on this later. I, it is now an annual event. Um, we have done it every year since then. So I think this year will be like the sixth year, I think. For people who are listening who want to do uh, a charity stream of their own, what are some you you've been doing it for you've had so many successful uh streams. What are some good things that people should be looking at when they want to start doing a charity stream? What makes a good charity stream? I think where charity fundraisers fall flat is when people make incentives that they would have done anyway. So like Ah. if I were to be like, I'll do a just dance stream. If we reach this amount, like people aren't going to donate for that because they're like, you do that anyway. Like you do that all the time. But if I'm, I'm like, I'll play dark souls for the first time ever with crowd control on so that you guys can like mess with my game with donations. They're more likely to donate to that because they know I hate Dark Souls and I can't play it because I'm really bad at it. I'm just not a good gamer. So I I think make yourself as uncomfortable as like you're willing to get without like hurting yourself, obviously. Just legal disclaimer, don't hurt yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Team Coco is not uh, responsible responsible for any injuries. (laughs) Chip Coco's more, they're, those guys, they're really more into emo- causing me emotional pain. <laughs> yeah, that's different. Pain. That's fine. Emotional, emotional damage. Like, yeah. He wants to drive the knife into my heart. Exactly. You know, like emotionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's uh, fine. I will say like, you know how they, speaking of Dark Souls, I, I'm always amazed by like, I beat Dark Souls by using a Guitar Hero controller yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they should do, what would be amazing is if they had a way for you to do dance moves to control like oh my I, God. your face is just like <laughs> nope, uh, but you know like that like you could do like dance moves to control yeah. the uh, thing. But maybe I've maybe, seen people use like pain. the dance like the DDR dance pads to like play oh, yeah. Dark oh, yeah. Souls or Overwatch or something, and it Whoa. just blows my mind. One of my friends, um, Rudism, is like known for just like making controllers out of like bananas or whatever. Like he's just Whoa. he's such a weird guy, but I love him. <laughs> So much. He, yeah, he makes some weird stuff. Like I, I remember back when like, uh, we all played Overwatch a ton. This was like probably five years ago or six years ago or whatever. He would specifically make like, 
like a bow and arrow controller out of like a Nerf bow and then play Hanzo or like he oh, played so fun. Winston with like a bunch of like smushed banana peels and like uh, added, con- I don't understand. I don't know. He's, his brain is on another, he's living in 3022 and we're all living in 2022. Like he's <laughs> we're just trying to catch up. I'm, I will never be able to catch up to his brain. His mind amazes me. But um, yeah, I think I see that and it stresses me out so much. I'm like, how do people play game? Like even Dark Souls alone, I can't play with a controller, let alone like a dance yeah. pad or whatever. It's so hard. I was going to say Dark Souls period. I'm out. I'm out. Like that's that's all I need. You didn't need to add the bananas or like anything else. I'm out. Mm-hmm. But can I say a thing of just like I'm so sick of people being like Dark Souls is so hard and yeah permadeath. I'm like yo, you ever fucking played like the original Super Mario? You had three lives and then that was it. Yeah, you had to start over. There's no getting your loot in Super Mario. You're dead forever if you. It's over. Die on the last guy. <laughs> it's it's over. Like. And now it's like, oh my God, Dark Souls. I'm like, yeah, so it's like every Nintendo game was impossible. You just had to get better. There's no power-ups, just get good. But that was, was also crazy. when, like, as kids, we had the time to get better. Like, mm-hmm. you right. come home from school and play games for, like, eight hours. Like, oh, yeah. I don't, oh, yeah. like my job is to play games, and I don't even have that much time to play games. Because <laughs> right. everything else takes responsibility. It's, yeah, I tried, um, a couple years ago, I made, like, a whole backlog list of, like, 20 games that I I've always wanted to try at some point. And it was like anywhere between like Final Fantasy VII to like Horizon Zero Dawn, like just games I'd never played that I always wanted to. And I quit the older games so fast. Like Banjo-Kazooie doesn't even have like a save point. Like if you quit the game, it's just game over. Like I played oh the, I played Banjo-Kazooie for like two hours, couldn't find like a save point anywhere. So I was like, oh, maybe it just auto saves. So I quit the game and it shows cool. you a cutscene of like your sister like melting in like a, a like hot water or something like that. Like <laughs> it shows a, a cutscene of your sister dying and then it's like game over. And I was like... Like, what, what I happened? Wasted my <laughs> Literally, life. games back then were so hard. Dude, I, I do like I do like bringing back the spirit of get good though. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, just be good. better. Just get good. Just be better. <laughs> What's the problem? Not that just be hard. better. And and also like the Nintendo controller was just like a box with points that just dug in. Oh your my god! Palms. The opposite of it's like whatever opposite of ergonomic. Ergonomics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like oh my god! I know now. It's like. My, my <laughs> controller, I, it needs to be an elite controller to be balanced. I'm like, yo, I played with like basically a tiny Kleenex box, all right? And no save points. I don't want to hear it. I walked uphill back in my day. Yeah. Back, back in, in my, my day, day, our controllers Wait, were bricks. I want to revisit something that you said earlier about this back to back to back mm, to back. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That, Let's talk about so it. So you're telling me if I'm getting this right. <laughs> For hours, you're just dancing solidly. Mm-hmm. How? What? Are, how are you dying? I think. Are, I mean, before the speed runs, I have to give myself like the opposite of a pep talk. I think it has to be more of like a <laughs> like a chill talk instead of like amping me up. It's like this is nothing. Like you've done this a million yeah. times. You'll be fine because I get really yeah. nervous. I'm like, what if I faint or something? Like what yeah. happens then? What am I supposed to do? Legitimate concern. Literally. I'm just, I just have a call with my lawyer to go over my last will and testament before every speed run. <laughs> Everything's in order. Okay. Let's do this. My affairs okay. are in order. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Live. My, my cats God. are going to Sonya. 
all the consoles <laughs> are going there, and we're we're set. We're good. Okay, we can waste it on me. I'll just take your <laughs> HDMI cables. Frankly, I just need all the HDMI. Cables. I just okay. This is not on the topic that you were asking me about, but I just <laughs> went through my like entire house, going through everything. I had like twenty HDMI cables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're That's all yours. Me too. Um, it's just chaos. Yeah, it's, chaos. it's the cable getting is awful. Um, <laughs> cable getting. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. My first year fundraising for St. Jude, I was trying to think of like interesting ideas that I could implement to help like generate donations. And the first one was like a speed run because speed runs are like huge in the gaming community. And um, I was like, what if I did a just dance speed run? Like, what if I just put every single song in a playlist and did them in a row? And I think at the time, the playlists on, on Just Dance were capped. So you can make your own playlist and put whatever songs you want in there, but they're capped at like 25. So I think I had to like split it into two. And then like when one playlist ended, I had to like quickly rush over to like the other playlist and start it so that I wouldn't lose time. But like we set up a timer and everything to count like how long it had been. And it was like probably the most challenged I've ever felt as a dancer Cause I like, I wanted to still be performing. I didn't just want to do the bare minimum and be like, oh, I'm technically dancing, but like, I'm not doing any facial expressions and I'm not really trying that hard. Like I still wanted to like perform and it made me feel so challenged that I was like, I want to make this like an annual thing because it's, it's challenging for me, but it also puts up like a good challenge for people to donate because like, I think it's something to do with seeing me struggle. Like, there are sometimes during the speed run, I think usually, like, towards, like, the second half, I'll kind of start crying because, like, I'm in so much pain. I'm just, like, ah, just get through oh this. Because it feels like I'm running a marathon. Like, that's kind of what it feels like. Because it ends up, usually the average time is, like, three and a half hours. Um, Jesus. Yeah, it's hard. But seeing like the chat move super quickly and seeing the donations come in and stuff really keeps me going. So that makes it a lot easier. Um, but usually in like the months beforehand, I'll start doing more playlists on stream or off stream just to like get my body ready and prepare it for like what I'm about to do to it. <laughs> and like marathon train, like train yeah, marathon. literally, um, literally. Yeah. And I will just say for anyone who's listening that plays just dance, do not attempt this, uh, without like taking care of yourself or anything. Cause it's not easy. Um, but, uh, yeah, now it's a manual or a manual, sorry. Now it's a, an annual thing. And last year I was able to work with Twitch where they matched, I think it was like up to $20,000 of like total donations. So I think my chat hit that in like 30 minutes. They were like, easy, (gasps) like we'll just, let's go. And it helped so much. Like it really like seeing more donations come in super quickly. That just like motivates me so much more to just keep going. So it's not easy. It's, it sucks. Thankfully now it's a bit easier um, because the playlists, you can have like unlimited songs on there now. And um, they've started adding more seated dances, which is really great oh, for like accessibility wow. or people with like chronic pain or whatever. Um, so not all the dances require you to be like moving your legs. Some of them you can sit down. Um, but yeah, I, it's something that I'm really proud of. We've done it every year since 2015. It is, it is very tough, but I love doing it. It's, it's so challenging and I love being challenged in that way and like seeing how like kind of far I can push my body. Um, so 
Yeah, it's it's just fun. It's really fun. Avery, I hate to say it, we're almost out of time. Sad. Uh, this has flown by. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we love to end every interview with asking our guests their best game and their worst game. So, you know, your favorite game doesn't need to be Just Dance, by the way. Okay. And then also the game that just makes you the craziest or that disappointed you the most. Maybe it broke your heart. But let's start low and we're going to end high. Okay. So what's the game that you just, oh, my God, this game, I can't stand it. Probably the first one that comes to mind is 12 Minutes which I played oh. I played on stream and I have not been this invested in a game in years. Like I was like, I cannot end my stream because I need to see what's going on. And like, I would do the loops over and over again, just be like, what can I try now? Like I was so invested. I will not spoil it, but the ending just let me down. Like I'm really, I'm hiring uh, those developers to carry my casket, my casket at my funeral, so they can let me down <laughs> one last time, one final, yes. one final time, because it was That's one really of like fun. the most cliche endings that, like, it was a, it was a tropey ending, and I was like, this was such a fun game, like such an interesting game, like a top down time loop game where you had to like figure out the puzzle of like how do you say this to this person and find all the different endings and stuff and then to be let down in like the most disappointing way definitely Ugh. 12 minutes but i would still recommend people play it just because getting like the it's not about the destination it's about the journey the journey was very fun go. so i would say Thank still you. play it um best game ever all time i will scream this from the rooftops the mass effect trilogy is my favorite game ever, ever, ever. It feels like home to me every time I play it. I only play it like once a year, but when I do, I feel like I'm, I'm, I've come back home to the galaxy to see all my friends again. And it, I just, I love Mass Effect. It's where my name comes from, Siha. It's like, um, if you are Femshep and you romance one of the characters, he calls you Siha, which in his culture is like a warrior goddess type of like figure, but they use it as like a term of endearment for people that they love. So it's like sweetheart, babe, whatever. And I just always thought it was so pretty. So I was like, mm, I'm going to yoink that. That's my name now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yoink. <laughs> but um the Legendary Edition came out last year, so it's all, like, remastered and stuff. And the first game looks <sighs> unbelievable. It's so beautiful, and they did so much amazing work on it. And I just, I love it so much. So I will say it until I die. Mass Effect, best game ever, for sure. Heck, yeah. Amazing. That's mm -hmm. great. I know. <laughs> it's And I, I think that I, I am going to make a very sad uh, um, uh, whatever statement, which is I've never played... Mass Effect. Goodbye. But I hear, I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't don't she just left the Zoom. <laughs> but, uh, now, but I, but so many people have said how great it is. And yeah. also, isn't it a thing where the choices carry on into the next game as well? Yes. It's the first oh. game I've ever played like that where wow. your save data is reread by like the next game. So it picks up all the choices you've made. That's so cool. Yeah. So cool. I just, they're, they just, Bioware is so good at building like, characters that you just like fall in love with and like I know people have their strong opinions about Andromeda and stuff whatever but like they're just very good at character building and making you feel like they're like family like they're just like your best friends mm -hmm. like ugh, I just yeah I love Mass Effect I hope you do try it soon Fingers I will absolutely. Now, have to. Quick question before we end. Yes. You know they're you know they made like The Last of Us obviously Uncharted yeah. is a movie would you want to 
see like a series or a movie of Mass Effect or do you think, please don't touch yes. it? Yes, yes. I'm, <laughs> I'm so shameless. I'm like, yes. If if they, I mean, the main thing I want is like an MMO. I think a Mass Effect MMO oh, wow. where you could make your own character with your own species would be so cool. But if they made a movie or like a series of Mass Effect, I'd be on board entirely. Mm-hmm. It does make me a little nervous, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't discount it immediately. Like I remember when people discounted like Detective Pikachu and everyone was like, this is so weird. And then I saw it and I loved it. Like it's such a cute, fun little movie and I loved watching it. So I'm not of the opinion of like, I'm just going to bash whatever like EA puts out, whatever. I'm going to try it first and then I'll shit on it afterwards. But (laughs) (laughs) I want, I would rather try it first and see it first and give my opinion after then just be like it's gonna be bad automatically so (laughs) i say yes i if they made a series of mass effect i'd be on board all the way i'm waiting waiting for the narrative uh madden netflix (laughs) i can't wait let's go go. ea sports (laughs) it's in the day it's in the day (laughs) well avery thank you so much this was incredible and i think we look when this whole pandemic thing ends, dance party. That's what <laughs> we got to do. Oh, hell sumo yeah. suit, sumo suit dance party. I'm in. I'm in Let's LA, so you guys are invited over whenever. Dance party. Great. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you to little Sia for being here. That was fantastic. I'm going to get some dance moves in shape. I've decided. It's a too late for a, a New Year's resolution. You know what? It's never too late, especially for something like that. And especially if you record it and post it for everybody. It seems like a lot of work. All right. Well, anyway, check out Little Sia on uh, YouTube and Twitch. We're going to take a quick breakaroo and we'll be right back. Stick around. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places. Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. And we're back. So something that you have touched on a couple times, and we've talked about how video games, I feel like, have transformed to being more than just that. It's more than just an experience. It's more than just a video game. So we've often discussed what possible names that we could use to describe something like that, something that is like an art form at this point. Uh Blay, I understand you've got a handful of suggestions that we could use going forward. Yeah, it just doesn't feel like video games really describe what these things have become, you mm-hmm. know? That's fair. You know, it just feels like, you know, you think about like, oh, you know, movies and books and, and video games. Like, what? Games? Like, no, it feels we could do better. It we feels could like do it's, better. It's being undermined. That's right. You know? so, uh, yeah, I agree. So I thought I I thought I'd pitch a few names to you and Jen to see if we can kind of get something else started. 
Make All it right? be better. Yeah. Like, like, a, a, like a new way of thinking of stuff. So, you know, you look back on, on for instance, like, you know, like movies and whatever. There were, uh, you might not know this, but, you know, there were silent films, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, they're called films because that's what they were shot on film. And, and, uh, and so they were called talkies when they, you know, first started ta- speaking in movies. They were called talkies. And then it kind of got me thinking, like, wait a second. Think of the word movies. Movies because people Move. are moving. E. Oh, my gosh. Movies. Okay. Mind is blown already. Please continue. Wow. Isn't that wild to think about? Like, yeah, they're talkies because they were talking. They're movies because they wow. were moving. Oh, I never, I never. Really? My brain's yeah. broken right now. Yeah. Crazy, right? So, uh, uh, along please those continue. Lines, so what about, now hear me out. What about plays? <sighs> you know, plays, you're playing it, plays. You know what? I guess, I guess experiences. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. It doesn't have a good flow. I feel like we need something with a bit more like. And I guess it kind of doesn't make sense because, like, well, then what are plays? Like, oh, you want to go see a play? No, I want to go see mm. a playee. You're like, okay, that, okay, bad example. Bad. Okay, 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 okay. not okay. your best. All right, let's try it again. What yeah. about like a like vitties? Or is that too much? Like vitties? Is that too much? Yeah, like vitties. I feel like I'm saying that as in like, do you want to go to Blockbuster pick up some vitties? Like, it's not. It sounds like it. I'm trying to be cool. Yeah. Gonna go play I, some vitties. Actually, I kind of like it. <laughs> kick it with the gals, play some vitties. You know, vitties. What up? I okay. don't hate that one. It's better than plays. Okay. Yes. Okay. So uh, the other thing I was thinking is, is like, okay, like movies, like whatever. Fine. Then you think of things like you think of of, of items that are brand names, but we use to refer to the whole thing. Mm, okay. Like yes. Kleenex. Like Kleenex. Yeah, like I feel ja- you. Jacuzzi. Yeah. What's the equivalent? So you think about one of the uh, first games would be Pong. So what about Pongers? Wow, <laughs> silence. Okay. Pongers is terrible. No, no, okay, we're, just, fine, fine. we're unpacking it. We're unpacking yeah, yeah, I, it. I was just we're taking a second. Your silence is your answer. Your mm. silence is Pongers. You know what? Okay, it kind of it kind of makes me think how I, I feel like, you know, maybe parents or grandparents, I feel like they'd have like a blanket term for all video games. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like, oh, is that a Game Boy or is that Nintendo? Right. Um, is that, is that, is that a, your Nintendo? You know what I mean? Well, I, I saw uh, another one. It's funny <gasps> you say that. Is that a Nintendo? What about Tendies? Oh. Ten, is that too much like chicken tenders? That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, damn mm. it. I'm okay. honestly, I don't hate pongers. Well, but I'm okay, trying so, to imagine it in a sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you want to go come back to my house and play some pongers? Okay, I don't lost like it me. anymore. Lost me there. <laughs> that was <laughs> okay. All right, that one moved to the bottom of the list. Yeah. I think it's it's below tendies. Well, tendies moved I, up. I have tendies, and then I have taris for Atari. Mm. Taris, taris, not gonna work. Mm. Uh, and then okay, 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 okay. So t- strikeout so far, strikeouts. Okay, okay. Then I was like looking about like what what's the word like what what is the word ga- games in other languages. And like there's a, a Ludos is Latin for games. We don't probably like Ludos. Now this this list is really seeming sad now that I'm saying that. <laughs> no, you're doing a great job. Vitties is still up. Well, you're you really just, You just hate. had to add a sweetie at the end of that. <laughs> you're you're going to hate. You're going to really hate my last one. Oh, okay. If you hated all of them before, which we did, mm. here's the last one. It's worse than Pongers, oh. but it, it's kind of related. 
the Pong creator, so the, maybe the, 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 the creator of video games, was the physicist William oh God. Higginbotham. <gasps> so what about Higgs? Higgs? Uh, uh, wait. Higginbotham? I That's, prefer the full name. I was going to say, let's just go all in. Let's just call them video games. Higginbots doesn't <laughs> make any sense. <laughs> but that's a deep lore cut. Like, if you know, you if know. If you know, you know. Okay, well, I, this is a strikeout. Look, I, I, it's, I guess it's just hard to swim against the tide. We all kind of call them video games. I mm-hmm. mean, you know. Tenders, attendees, Taris, Vid, Vidis, plays, Higginbots, Pongers. We've got we've got a lot to chew on. But if I can offer one final suggestion, actually, please, one please. thing I just thought of, I feel like a trend in the tech world, or you know, if you're trying to make a company sound cool, yeah. what a lot of people do, drop the vowels. Drop the vowels. So How it'd be gums. <laughs> the English language is doomed. What about the, the, What about wait a second? What about if we just change the hard G to a soft G? So instead of video games, it's video James. James. Or Yames. Games. Yames. Yame out. Yame out. That's actually good yame, nice try. Good yame, nice try. Yeah. I kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those like it's one of those like Porsche versus Porsche. Like if you're kinda. in the, if you're in the gaming industry, like you yeah. know, it's Yames. I, I kind of like Yames is up there. Yames is up there. Yames is probably I'd say Yames. 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 Yame night. Yame night. You know what? I think that's the top three. I would say, out of yeah. given all of the information today, I would say Yames, <laughs> Nintendo's. And what was our attendees? Yeah, I feel like I feel like we've got a, a good three. We are but we are doing God's work over here. I like think so. this is important. Honestly, thank you, Aaron, for your research and uh, and dedication to the cause. I'm so uh, if sorry. Anyone out? Literally anyone has any other suggestions? The bar is low. The bar is pretty low. Um, all would be appreciated at Good Game Nice Try. Uh, and I, I think that's where we need to cut it off today. I okay. think that's where wow. we're going we're gonna to wrap it up and uh, hopefully get some better suggestions out there. But thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Good Game Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Eduardo Perez with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm and music, you already know, John Danik. Pongers! No. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.